Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Tech Unlocked podcast, the podcast where we unlock the latest tech news, leaks, and rumors so you don't have to. And today we are joined by another special guest. We have Zach from Zach Talks Tech, who's joining us all the way from Canada. And before we move into the episode, I'm Benji from Benoit Tech, one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined by Taylor from TA Tech. As always, Zach, welcome on, to, to the show. Thank you for Thanks having for me. Joining us. I've been anticipating this moment for a couple of weeks because you're an awesome guy. We we loved we love your content. We love what you do, and so we thought we, we'd invite you on for, for an episode. Appreciate the kind words. Uh, I'm just another I'm just another geek out there with his voice on the internet. But thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely, awesome. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually watching your streams. If I'm not uh, commenting, I'm usually one of the lurkers. So. You're one of the lurkers? Okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. So now I can mark that off. Now I, I'm always like, who are the 10 people that are not talking? All right. <laughs> Taylor is one of them. All right, good. I knew you were probably one of them. Awesome, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, your, your shows, man, you're uh, like I was saying before we started here. You know, the, your camera angles, uh, the music, everything, the the sound effects that you do. It, it's all an amazing show. You do great work. I'm a so, fan. Uh, keep that I'm up, a, man. I'm a, yeah, thank you. I'm a, I'm a fan of going back in the day of like the old um, uh, like talk shows like with uh, – like I, I barely remember Jimmy Carson, but like Jay Leno and David Letterman and Conan O'Brien is one of my heroes. And so yeah. that's kind of where I kind of um, – kind of design my shows around so you kind of an opening part then a monologue kind of thing and then we kind of get into the topics and and then away we go kind of thing that's awesome man that's awesome cool so we're gonna go ahead and hop into the show today for those who are listening or watching for the first time basically how this is gonna work is we're gonna go through some news stories from the past week uh, since our last episode and then we're gonna take some time to get to know Zach a little bit more and help you guys understand a little bit more about him and who he is and some of the tech that he likes as well. So starting off with our first news story, uh, you'll apparently soon be able to accept contactless payments from your iPhone. So basically you'll be able to pay for something using your iPhone, but the the seller is gonna be receiving the payment through their iPhone. It's gonna be a, like a contactless thing. It's so basically just like a contactless card reader, but that your phone becomes that. That doesn't, I didn't really word that right, but that's exactly what, what it's going to be. Um, so this is, of course, just a rumor. It could happen. It could not happen. But what do you guys think um, about about this idea? I think the removal of of, of hardware uh, from hardware companies that, are, that provide like the terminals, like you're talking about how... Um, so let's just, I guess, kind of reiterate what, what it is, is that your phone, your your iPhone will be able to now be the terminal to receive those payments rather than using a separate piece of, of, of hardware. So uh, those companies that make that hardware, uh, you're on notice and you should have probably seen this coming. Um, I mean, right now, for example, I can send money to Taylor. I can send money to Benji through PayPal or whatever it is kind of thing. But now we're talking about on the business side of things. So, um, you know, you've got a mom and pop stand set up on the corner. Uh, let's say let's say it's a let's say it's a yard sale. Let's say it's a garage sale. Right. And they could literally take payments for things at the garage sale with their phone rather than putting their contact name in there and sharing this net, they could just tap and way they go kind of thing that that's absolutely huge. You're talking about reducing, you know, the, the amount of hardware that's out there, whatnot, but also 
competition and whatnot. So that should be very interesting to see how some of those payment terminal companies like Moneris and whatnot decide how they're going to approach that, especially when it comes to working with the banks and everything. That's another question that I have about this as well. How does this work with the banks? Is this a deposit into a, a, a personal account? Can we set it up for business accounts? Is there a limitation there? That's So there's a lot of questions there. Yeah, and also a question that I would ask even is like, is this going to work for anybody? Like, can I go to a friend, uh, like, let's say I give them a, a lift in my car and then they want to pay for petrol instead of like going through PayPal or even Apple Pay Cash if you're lucky enough to live in the United States to have that. Um, then can I receive a payment from my phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be really cool right. uh, to, to see come come to the iPhone as well. Um so of course we don't know everything about this. It's just a rumor, but it's rumored by Mark Gurman, who is pretty accurate with his Apple leaks and and Apple rumors. So I guess we'll we'll see when this drops. But Taylor, do you have any thoughts? No, I, um, <clears throat> uh, I I think exactly like you guys think. So. Awesome. So, yeah. So it's exciting stuff. Hopefully, this does happen. It will be really cool. I think it would, it would, it would make things easier for I think a lot of sellers um, and in like even local convenience stores and stuff like that who maybe don't make as much money as some of the like Apple or or Target or some other stores that they could just afford to have a contactless system. I think this would be great. And yeah, when you're when you're talking about those contactless systems, so um, like I know it's more prevalent in in the United in, in the United Kingdom and in Canada here for for us here, uh, Ben. As you know, that you and I can go with our debit card or our credit card and just go tap and wait where you go. Right, depending on yeah. which state you are in the United States, where you are in the United States, you may or may not get that. So I was at CES recently, and it was really interesting. Some of the restaurants I went to, I could tap my credit card and pay for my meal. Other ones I had to tap, but I still had to sign. It was really kind of like, why is this extra? <laughs> you kind of defeating the whole purpose. And then other ones, they were still full on swiping and everything like we were back in 1982. So it was, it was, it's, it's interesting. To see, it should be interesting to see how this could be adopted. Again, there might be, there might be some pushback from the banks and everything because the banks work with a lot of these terminal companies. Uh, the biggest one, like I said before, is, is Moneris worldwide. So they do a lot of the debit credit cards. They make the terminals where you can go with your phone, with either with, whether it's Google or Apple Pay, and beep, you know, with the NFC and where you go, right? right. Um, now you're removing that. Now you're removing that. Okay, so now how does Moneris make their money or I'll say they're not, they're completely removed. How does the bank make their money? It's because the banks also make money with the transaction. fees. <clears throat> Sometimes you'll go to places where you'll tap your card or whatever you tap your phone and they won't take it because the purchase isn't over a certain amount because the retailer needs to offset that. So now you've removed money that the bank can possibly make with transaction fees so i can see a lot of pushback there with regulations and 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 you know the, the man and everything like that so this should be very interesting now if this isn't going to be on a personal level like only x amount of dollars per year that you can do then i can see it going through like say for example if it's under thirty thousand dollars a year that you're putting through it i can see it being pushed through no problem but once you start hitting those higher amounts like you start having chains and everything using people using their phones to accept payments uh it should be interesting. This, I think, this is just the beginning of something that could be, you know, to basically rumble and get things, you know, moving a little bit. 
Yeah, I think so as well. And that you brought up some really good points there. I think as well. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting to see how Apple's going to handle the whole the whole thing. Maybe it'll be kind of a rollout thing. It's not going to be something that's going to just oh now you companies can accept payments. Maybe they'll do it on like a just a a person to person level. Like you can do it with on your friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can see this being the first step of expand. I can see this being as the first step of Apple trying to get their foot in the door of the financial, you know, financial end of things, you know, so we've seen them get a couple of feet in the door, obviously on the, on the medical side, on the, uh, on the health side there with, with the Apple watch and all the things you can do there with, you know, the integrations, whatnot. I could see this being as a kind of a first step of, okay, can we get our foot in the door doing financial stuff? I mean, they already kind of do with the Apple card, but of course that's run through um, with, uh, I think, who, who do they run the Apple Car through? Gold, is it through Chase? Goldman Sachs. Goldman is it Goldman, Sachs, yeah, Goldman Sachs? So they're, they're, they already yeah. got their foot in the door that, that way. So maybe this is an experimentation of, okay, can we go further, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. how it all plays out. The next thing that we wanted to talk about uh, is iOS 15.4 beta. Um, so the iPhone 15.4 beta released which allows you to unlock your phone with Face ID while wearing a mask, new emojis, and finally, universal control and more. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys' thoughts? So, what's the universal control here? It says enable long-awaited universal control features, which design lets you use a single cursor and keyboard to control the iPads, Macs that are signed into your iCloud account. So doesn't Logitech kind of already do that kind of thing with some of their mouse software that's out there? Like you can kind of go between computers and whatnot. Don't they already have something like that? I think it's kind of a similar thing, but with the universal control, you can basically, let's say you have a computer, like you have a MacBook and you have an iPad next to you. You've you've got things like Sidecar already where you just connect the iPad and it's an external Mm -hmm. monitor. But with universal control, you're using them as separate devices still. So when with the Mac, you would move your cursor towards the iPad and then you'd be able to drag and drop certain files from the iPad to the Mac or the Mac to the iPad. It's kind of like an extended version of AirDrop in a way, but you can interact with both devices using just like one set of a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah, and being being natively baked in, that that makes a lot more sense. It's kind of like with... uh... I like to use the analogy of of trying to get my parents on WhatsApp, but they have iMessage, so that like forget about it, right? Like, no, it's so much time right. to download an app. Right. So if it's natively built in, like I said, I talked about the the Logitech thing. Like Logitech has their their software in there, but of course you have to download that software installed. Right. Anyway, so yeah, I think I think natively having baked in that kind of makes that just makes sense. That's a nice little feature to put in there. Yeah, and this was a feature that was supposed to be released originally with iOS 15, but then because mm-hmm. they had issues with the software they deleted until now mm-hmm. and people who have had the beta i don't have the betas installed on my on my devices just because like i've had experiences in the past um yeah, yeah but wanna... but from the demos that i've seen it's a, it looks like a really cool feature and i think it's mm-hmm. definitely gonna be something that i'm looking forward to um but also yeah, a couple other things that are exciting about ios 15.4 is the fact that we can now if you have an iphone 12 or 13 uh, one of the lineup, you can now use face ID with a mask mm-hmm. and you can also rescan your face if you're wearing glasses. So then when your glasses fog up, you can still use face ID if, if 
that that I think is so hold on this is that's only the the face ID with the mask this is the first I'm hearing this part of it but it's for iPhone 12s and newer yeah really okay so it's not so my 11 (laughs) my 11 Pro Max which is you know this one right here yeah (laughs) forget about right which is okay it's more of a more of a glorified camera now it stays in the studio but uh ah, that's how they get you right that's how they make you upgrade right so yeah Yeah. and i think john john prosser he tweeted a couple of days ago he was like oh yeah i leaked this ages ago so he like leaked this extra bit that they added to the iphone to kind of be able to unlock your i your i think it's kind of a no-brainer too given the world that we're in i'm surprised it took this long so we're we're technically i guess depending on what you what date you are looking at but we're 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 basically two years into this thing right with the the, Mm -hmm. the pandemic right um i'm surprised it took this long to tell you the truth i thought this would be one of the first (laughs) things that they would you know, they would they would try to get take care of because you know that's that's their thing, right? That's they went right, all they right. went in on that. No more, we're not doing the fingerprint. We're you know we're going all in on the facing, and then you know broke, right? So it, I'm surprised it actually took this long, but it's a nice it's nice that they added in. It sucks that yeah, it's for yeah. twelve and up, but I mean it's <laughs> exactly here especially we especially I think for like some places like here in the UK, they're kind of basically ditching all of the COVID restrictions soon. Like you, don't I heard you no longer have to wear a mask, so. Like Insanity. they introduced this feature and That's it's not even out yet. By yeah. the time fifteen point four is out, like it'll be so, probably so, March. So it com- <laughs> we don't need it anymore. So it comes out. Hey, you don't. You can use Face ID without a mask anymore, dude. I don't wear a mask anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, right. Exactly. Like so, this would have been helpful a year ago, but now yeah, exa- it's like I, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no. No. It, it, I mean, I, I'd say better late than never. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but I mean. I'm surprised it took it took them this long to do that and everything like that. Obviously, easier to do than you know integrating a fingerprint sensor and stuff like that. We've heard about them doing that for years, but that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation, right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, that's cool. Um, but I mean, it's it's an extra feature. It yeah. it brings it makes Face ID more usable, I mm-hmm. guess, and and a lot more use cases now. Because yep. that, that's something that a lot of people complain yeah. about. They're like, oh, I can't unlock my phone without without a face covering. With a face covering, I have to buy an Apple Watch for that now because yeah. you can. I can unlock my my phone using my Apple Watch. And Both stuff, my parents got which... um, iPhone SE's uh, last year's version. I guess uh, the, I guess second mm-hmm. gen. I guess I want to call it. And the second reason, gen, yeah. yeah, and then and my dad really wanted to get himself like a twelve or eleven, and the only reason he didn't is because he wanted that physical. He wants the Home physical button. button and everything like that, and and to yeah. unlocking that way and everything like that. So, um, maybe he'll go to maybe he'll go to a thirteen this fall. I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah, that's cool. And mm-hmm. also, on the on the topic of uh, iOS fifteen point four, um, another thing that I guess is kind of exciting for some, they've got a bunch of new emojis. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's always exciting. Gotta have new we've got, emojis. We've got like a low battery emoji. They've got what else? Uh, they've got like a melting a heart face cover. I'm gonna assume yeah. those are beans. I thought they were pieces of crap at first, but they look like beans. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're like kidney beans or something. Oh, they're kidney beans. Okay, I hate kidney beans. Um, okay, cool. All right, and some bubbles. Yeah. They've got like yeah, also saluting emoji. Yeah, the um, saluting emoji is cool. I like that. Yeah, and there's there's also a few others that aren't on this article that we picked. There's like a, a pregnant man. Which what? Is a bit questionable, but. <laughs> Okay. You haven't seen that, Ta- Taylor. Taylor saw that and sent it to me. I was like, "Oh no." Um, I don't know if we should go that deep. It's interesting. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
next topic. Next topic. More inclusive. More inclusive. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There are two sexes. Oh, triggered. Triggered. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no worries. Um, so. <laughs> So moving on, we have India apparently wants to create their own smartphone OS. Whatever that means, uh, they want to compete against iOS and Android somehow. Dude, what? <laughs> what do you guys think? I think they have the population to possibly pull it off. It's a matter of adoption, of adoption over there. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially when you see how crazy the, the Indian population is for... Um, specific, even specific brands of 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 Android devices, and then there's like there's a whole sect of you know people that are crazy about uh, about iPhone if they can get them get their hands on it kind of thing. So it's a matter of adoption. Yeah, exactly. Now, would they? I didn't I didn't read the article here. Um, would they run this on their own, or would they run this on top of uh, of Android, or does it mention anything like that at all, or no? I think it's its own independent um, software. Because that's like a the, big feat. It says India planning homegrown operating system to rival iOS and Android. So now you're talking it's about not... like now you're talking about like a Huawei level thing in a way, right? Because look yeah. at Huawei. Yeah. Right? So they got kicked out. They got, they no longer have Google on there now. Huawei's are are very capable devices or anything like that, and I absolutely love what they're doing. But the fact of the matter is, I would never personally use one because I can't get my photos. You know, and there's different ways, obviously, to sideload this and that. But I don't want to be bothered with that. I don't think most people would. And that's why you don't see them on a lot of carriers. So now you're looking at that level of thing. And you have to gain the trust and everything and who's overseeing it. And you have the same checks and balances as, say, Google and Apple do, for example, when it comes to privacy, things like that. So there's a lot to overcome. But they could also gain a lot of of um, loyalty and whatnot just because, you know, it's it's India's, it's ours, it's homemade. And there's a lot of people that would grasp onto that. I know, for example, if, if a Canadian company were to do that um, – you know, I'd be all on board. I mean, BlackBerry is an example. BlackBerry is a Canadian company, right? So there's a little piece right here in my heart right there for BlackBerry always, right? So, um, but again, that's that's a huge feat. I mean, you have the population and whatnot, but will they jump on, right? What's what's going to be the grab? Why would they, right? Yeah. And I think we, like, even looking at the history of companies that have made their own mobile OSs, like we've got Windows, one of the, Microsoft's mm-hmm. one of the biggest companies in the world, and they kind of failed. They gave, yeah. gave up at one and point. And the reason they failed is because of app because of app developers if you can't get developers exactly, yeah. on board i mean besides the big ones like facebook twitter but if you can't get all the little guys here and there um forget about it right that's a that's a brilliant example ben yeah 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 like i, I remember i used the windows phone for a couple of weeks and i hated the fact that i couldn't have snapchat on it because it wasn't <sighs> yeah there was no way of getting it yeah. so yeah, it, it's gonna exactly. it's really gonna be interesting and also, I'm interested to see if this is going to be like an India-only thing or if they're mm. going to like – basically, it's going to become like a third OS that people are going to use in the world. I it don't think like, so, but we'll have to see. It seems like this story almost comes out of uh, of a corner of frustration because we see this on a regular basis. For example, with the Pixel 6 and 6, 6 Pro, um, those devices didn't right away come to India. Uh, the Pixel 5a didn't come to India. Um, and, and, and I'm, again, I'm just spitballing those devices as an example, right? Seems like a lot of the more, more popular North American type devices or, or, or European devices don't come to India till later on because of whatever reasons they may be, be maybe because of distribution, it might be because of manufacturing, it might be because of the different rules put in by the governments, whatnot. We don't, I mean, there's, there's all, there's so many moving parts, right? So, um, I can see how 
this article kind of comes about from a from a corner of, of of frustration. But I mean, quite a feat. I mean, the biggest the biggest question I have out of this is why would somebody in India that already has these choices why would they go on board with this other than the loyalty aspect, which is it's hard to grab grab people's attention and loyalty and and, and respect like that. Yeah, for sure. T- Taylor, do you, do you have anything you would like to add or any qu- any anything? No. Else? No. Well, would you would you buy a phone if <laughs> if India made an operating system? Bruh. You know the answer to that, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> you you know where I stand, bro. You know where I stand. Uh, I, I, yeah, no, I mean. I keep saying this like I, I'm completely a, a, an apple sheep, if you if that's what you want to call me. Um, and I mean, the last Android device I owned was back in what uh, 2000. God, what was the S3? <laughs> uh, was that your last? Was that your last Android device, the Galaxy S3? Yes. Yeah. Really? So you've never even ex- have you even experienced like One UI, like how they've grown up Mm-mm. from TouchWiz? Nope. Really? You are missing no. out, my friend. You are missing out. Man, things no, have totally grown I, up since then. I, um, so my first ever smartphone was the iPhone 4S. Mm-hmm. And classic. That had an issue, I guess. So my, my family members got it for me um, for Christmas. And I guess it was a defective device because I could hear people, people couldn't hear me. So I was crazy enough to actually go to the Apple store the day after Christmas. Biggest mistake of my life, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so got it fixed, whatever. And then I had some kind of notification bugs. Now I wasn't, you know, a, tech person back then you know i was just a little kid so i didn't really know much um had it been now like i would have known it was just a, a software issue and i would have been fine my sister was like you know you went through so much stuff you're getting an android phone and i don't care gets me the samsung galaxy s3 I liked it for the most part. The only thing that, um, again, if I had known about software issues and stuff, I would have known it was um, all software. Um, the only thing that I really didn't like was every time I was in an app, I kept getting this pop-up that saying that the app had stopped when clearly it didn't. Mm. And I was like, and that to me was just so annoying just to be like, imagine being on a Skype call Mm. and getting that pop up. It it would annoy you or like being on YouTube, watching content, Mm. you know? So I'm like, all right, well, I kind of like the way iPhone works. I'm going back and here I am today. There you go. So nothing wrong with that. um, I'm not going to say, cause one thing that I've learned is never say never. So I'm not gonna say I would never try it, but I, I'm sticking to what works for me. You know yeah. what I mean? No, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and that's I, where I, I someone who's who's owned who's owned an Android. I still own an Android, uh, but I don't use it there? as my daily that? thing anymore. It's S10 what Plus, so it's a, it's a bit old now. But my my wife has that. That's what she that's, two years. That's what my wife uses. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great phone. Like I, I kind yeah. of enjoyed using it. It's just some stuff in Android I just didn't like, so I, I yeah. prefer iOS. It no, yeah, that is a great phone. I, I think that's uh, and this 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 might be a separate conversation, but that's 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 where it ultimately all starts. Is what software are you comfortable using, right? So that and that's where you start, and then from there you can and, branch out to what what you want to get, kind of thing. That's and that's that's the best, mm-hmm. best way to start. Yeah. And I don't know exactly. about you guys, but I I feel like. Even if you're like, you know, deep into the ecosystem, if you have like the iPad, uh, Apple Watch, MacBook, you're just so stuck in there. It's hard to move to something else. Well, okay, I'm gonna say for I'm gonna say for the majority of people out there, I'm gonna quote. I hate I hate using this word, but the average user, I, I'm gonna say, you know the average consumer, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah, you're probably correct. I think for you and I and and for Ben. Um, you know, it's, it, 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 it might be a little bit easier. So as an example on, so, so I'm using, this is an iPhone, this is an iPad over here. Okay. So I have, I have my, my, my iCloud accounts on there or anything like that, but I primarily grab like, this is what, this is with me all the time is my, my, my pixel six pro. Um, absolutely love this thing, everything about it. Uh, before this, I was for ten months. I was using the S twenty one. What was I using? S twenty one plus. I think. What was I? What was I using? S twenty one plus. Was that the one before? Yeah, S twenty one plus for ten yeah. months. And but like, if I'm taking pictures with the iPhone here, or or you know, if I if I'm go out like you know an insane person and take pictures with my iPad, um, you know, those people are standing up in concerts with. You know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Where are my photos being saved? Well, they're being saved locally on there, but I run, I turned off the iCloud photo backup and I use Google. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And it actually pushes to the same account that's on here. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I do that primarily because I pay for, it's in my opinion, better value. I pay for five terabytes. I think I paid 10 bucks a month or something like that. $10 Canadian or something like that for five terabytes. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is way better value, in my opinion, than than what you know what than what, what Apple can offer, kind of thing. So um, that that's that's what I do, and that's what I actually had my parents do as well, because they didn't want to pay for iCloud backup. But I said, hey, Google gives you 15 gigabytes. Let's put Google Photos on your iPhones. Turn off this uh, the the iCloud backup for photos only, mm-hmm. for photos only, and that way your your messages and everything are still being updated to the five gigs that that Apple gives you. Apple graciously gives you. And uh, and you uh, vent. <laughs> I'm sure there's an argument. And uh, and then, but the the only annoying thing, obviously, is that that they have to manually open Google Photos and have it running uh, in the background or open for it to update. So they just know at the end of the day after they're done taking pictures of all their grandkids and everything, they just open that and away they go, kind of thing. So that's yeah, kind of. Yeah. But again, that's think about how many steps I just talked about there. That's not convenient for most people, right? Most people just want to be able right. to take their photos and not have to worry about it. Like right now, I take my photo with this. I don't have to worry about it. it goes to Google Photos, right? When I was in Vegas uh, for CES, I took all my video and everything that you guys saw and all the videos I published uh, with my with my iPhone here. Mm-hmm. And then I had to let it go to the cloud or, or you know manually update it there when I got back to the hotel. But it also made it very, very convenient with... Um, with um what's the sharing service called jesus 
airdrop airdrop thank you yeah to go from there to my macbook which you know i work on a macbook right here which i know is ironic right but it just it's that ecosystem just works out so so fluid it's so nice yeah yeah and that's one of the biggest reasons why i switched back to iphone after using the s10 plus was because of that ecosystem type thing because mm-hmm. i like i took videos on my <clears> galaxy <throat> and then transferring them to my computer was an absolute nightmare because i had to yeah. either put them on an sd yeah. card mm-hmm. but then i didn't want to like constantly take out the sim tray and all of that yeah. or i had to upload it to google drive where so i don't know why google drive is so unreliable on my s10 i don't know what mm. it is but Every time I tried to upload something, it sometimes would fail and it would yeah. have other issues. And then I have to go to my Mac and download it and it would take so long. But with an iPhone, if I needed to record yeah. a clip where I would be using my camera, I'd be using my iPhone. I just record it, airdrop, and it's done. I literally um, only took pictures with this. Uh, I did take some video, like two or three videos basically, um, just because I didn't have the iPhone with me or it wasn't convenient at the time. Um, the only videos I did consistently take with this and then they automatically save right away are, um, like Instagram stories kind of thing, like 15 second little videos. Mm -hmm. So I have all these little 15 second videos in here for my Instagram, for my trip and everything. But, uh, anything for like primary videos, like uh, when I was at Pepcom or when I went to to, to TCL or when I was, um, interviewing with Edifier there or whatever, that was all done on the iPhone. And then also with the, uh. Uh, the DD Pocket Wireless, which I can't reach right now. It's over there. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That name was just totally convenient. Easy, very easy to use. Yep. And, yeah. And and the pen. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. T- 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 I t- do. Yeah, the, the pen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Keep that one on standby. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that was... Zach, that was the most genius thing I have ever seen. <laughs> you know what? I, st- I stole it from DePoets. You guys know who DePoets is? Yeah, Depot's parents, yeah, right? No. So, Depo, you you would know you would know him because he has this really deep voice and he does stuff for Team Mobile sometimes. But anyway, he <laughs> has um he has the Rode uh what what's the Rode version of the Pocket Wireless? The Rode Rode Wireless Go. Wireless yeah, Go. Yeah, that's wireless what it is. Yeah. So what he did is he needed to make like a microphone. So he literally went out into his backyard, found a stick, and put it on a stick. So here I am. I'm about to go out to Vegas and everything. I'm about to fly out, and I was at a restaurant, and I'm like I was like, you know what? Can I uh can I steal your guys's pen? So I did, and then I put the I put the microphone on here, and away we went. It was awesome. It was it was amazing. That it was, was it, awesome. was, stu- it was stupid was too. Awesome. I mean, that's <laughs> you, you work with what you got, right? So here you go, dude. Yeah. Hey, exactly. That that's the way to go, man. Yeah, thank if you. If it man. works, why not? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. If it works, there you go. Exactly, exactly. You you always got to think out of the box. You know what I mean? This so. is way out of the box, but yes, definitely, yeah, exactly, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find a picture for you guys while we move on to the next topic. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think we've kind of um, digressed from the original topic that we were talking about. What were we talking <laughs> about? I think we were, we were talking about the the new well the new uh, i i India OS or whatever they're gonna call it. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah um, whatever it's gonna <laughs> be called. We're gonna talk about the uh, ecosystem. But yeah, moving on. Taylor, do you wanna do you wanna bring up the the next story? Sure. So the next one is redesigned. 27 inch iMac is pushed back to summer 2022. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? Uh, no surprise. No surprise. I mean, the shortage of semi, semi, uh, sort of semi, uh, conductors and the uh, shortage of labor because of, uh, because of the pandemic. This, I'm not surprised. And this won't be the, this will not be the first and only story that we hear this year of, 
of things like this being pushed back. This is, um, I I hate saying the new reality, whatever, but you know, do you know what I mean? Right? Like I think people need to, I think people need to be patient and, and, and realize that these things are going to happen. Um, as a side story, as an example, I know we're going to talk about here for a bit, but people are like, Oh my God, with unpacked happening. And they're saying John Prosser is now reporting. And a lot of people are reporting as well. Cause John Prosser is very reliable about how, you know, so February 9th, we're expecting unpacked. And then, uh, apparently the S 21 plus and S 21 or sorry, S 22 and S 22 plus will be delayed, but the ultra with the S pan rumored again, is supposed to be on time. Right. So, yep. Yep. but that makes, that makes sense because that's the one that's going to get the most attention. Why? Because it has an S pen Two, because all the fanatics and all the crazy people, people like us, we like to get the big boy, the, the higher up and everything that makes sense. People are not rushing out to buy an S 22 regular or plus. Right. And again, yeah. shortages labor. Da, da, da. I mean, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think this is a big deal. Um, so redesign 27 inch iMac push. So what is redesigned with it? Like what is, is there a big, is there a big upgrade from the previous Ben, or so, is it? So basically, it's they're kind of bringing it in line with the with the tw- current twenty four inch iMac, kind of mm-hmm. like design, the kind of like following that same design language, and then of course yep. it's gonna have M one Max and M one Pro in it, so it's gonna be like more powerful and stuff. Okay, so it's an M one. Um, okay. Yeah, and apparently yeah. it's gonna have well, yeah, it's gonna be a twenty seven inch mini LED panel. There, that's um, that's one of the biggest reasons right there in the mini LED. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's basically going right. to be a new yeah. a new iMac Pro in a way. Okay. Um, yeah. Because the last one was updated like 2015 or something, and then it just it just had minor upgrades afterward. After Has it that. been six? It's been seven years since the last one. Really? Yeah. I, th- I think they wow. did update like some internal stuff, but design wise, it's been the same. And this is kind of this new 27 inch iMac is kind of going to be like a hybrid between the 20 the current 27 inch and the iMac Pro. Oh, okay, so they're just um, getting so everything kind of in like line. targeted towards yeah, kind okay. of towards person. So then you have kind of the um iMac for everybody for the home and stuff like that and then you're going to have the iMac for professionals kind of Gotcha. Thing. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, they're just getting everything in line. And again, I don't think Yeah, that, all this, all with all with Apple silicon. That makes and that makes sense here with the M1 with the LED. Yeah, that makes sense. But again, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's such a big deal. I mean, if you can hold off and wait for it, then wait. If not, just get what's available kind of thing. That's always been my kind of go-to. Yeah. People, I don't think it's such a huge deal. I think Apple probably anticipated this. So. And I think there's yeah, not, this is like an iMac that not many people are <laughs> going to buy anyway because it's going to be expensive and it's going to be targeted towards professionals. And there will be some professionals that want to wait until the, the refresh of the Mac Pro with Apple Silicon. I was about um, to say. So that's yeah, going to be... If I was in a, on the pro end, I would probably wait for that and then do a, a, a one-to-one comparison. Yeah. Yeah, in exactly. In terms of benchmarks and everything. So, yep. so this apparently is going to be pushed back to probably WWDC or mm-hmm. later on in the year. But we'll have to see on that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm going to be cool. getting Silicon Max, which everybody seems to be liking so far. Yeah. Delays and... and, and, and th- when it comes to everything, not even just tech, like cars. I mean, look mm-hmm. at, well, I mean, didn't they recently come out and say the Cybertruck's can be delayed another couple of years or something like that because of production, yeah. this and that. I mean, let, I mean, that, again, I'm just, I'm just giving an example, but this is unfortunately the quote unquote new reality, you know, until things kind of get caught up and everything. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So moving on to our final topic before we, we kind of t- uh, move on to, to you, Zach. Um, we so Galaxy Unpacked 
Samsung Unpacked. We have to talk about it because it's something that's happening soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a couple weeks away. Uh, I think February 9th, so I think next week. Yep. Um, so we're going to be getting a bunch of stuff. We're going to get the new Galaxy S22 series. We're going to get S22, S22 Plus, and S22 Ultra mm-hmm. um, with, with, of course, new processors and all of that. We're also going to be getting the new Galaxy Tab S8, mm-hmm. which is their kind of like iPad Pro competitor, I guess. It's going to have a notch, apparently. Um, 120, well, there you go. 120 hertz display, OLED. It's going to be basically like the best android tablet you can buy mm-hmm. one of the only ones as well and then we've also got apparently there's rumors of a galaxy home mini 2 to come out um they never released the so like a Gal- speaker the original galaxy home yeah they, ne- they never because the original the cauldron original speaker one. never did come out did it it never <laughs> exactly. did fully release remember do you guys remember that yeah. thing it was freaky looking right with like the feet and everything like i was everybody it was... hated it it looked like a barbecue that's what that's what yeah was it looked like a cauldron i was like does this come with witches does it come with <laughs> And it never, it never came. It was kind of like I wanted one because of how freaky it looked. I, <laughs> I did want one. I, I Andrew, was was it, wasn't that one of the things that we talked about in uh, your uh, one of the tech rewinds that we did? I think it was yeah, the tech was. rewind that we did on your channel. <laughs> I remember that. Was, I, there's, there's, I've, I've tried researching everything that nobody can really give an answer of like why did this never come out and everything like that. But it I, just disappeared. I, it's yeah, like just, Samsung was like, "Here's a speaker with Bixby," yeah. and then nobody ever heard of it again. And, well, they had it's a whole like in, air power. They had like a whole integration thing that was supposed to happen with like with Spotify and everything like that, right? And there was all these oh, yeah. names yeah, yeah. attached to it and this and that. Yeah. And they had yeah. they had them all lined up. Remember on the stage and everything. And all I could think is like, did they did they did they escape? Did they run away? Is that is that why we don't <laughs> is that why we don't have these here? <laughs> but they, ha- right? they had legs. Yeah, exactly. So, right. You could have done that. It's, I think I, I think I actually made I think I made a video and I made that joke where like maybe it'll run away and it kind of did. You know what would be totally awesome would be totally awesome is if if Sam and they won't do this but it would be cool if Samsung came out and said like listen. We we meant to bring you the first generation. They ran away and do like a little cartoon of them like running away and just like <laughs> just to kind of poke fun at themselves. And then like here's the real deal and it's available at this date. I think that'd be kind of cool. But we know they'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah they'll never do that. I don't think I don't uh, think they'll even acknowledge the first generation. I don't think they will. At yeah, all. I mean they're okay with making fun of Apple in the notch and yeah. then adding it themselves. But you know. I like it when companies poke fun at themselves because it's like an acknowledgement and like kind of a tip to the hat and going okay tech. You know, tech nerds, we get it, right? And yeah, I, I think that kind of humility is always really good, right? So, but uh, Samsung does not have a history of ever doing that. They like to poke fun of other companies, but they never really poke fun at themselves. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. And some companies do it, and some companies do it really well, and some companies yeah. don't do it very well. Like, yeah. I don't know if Google was funny when they said this is our first flagship phone when they did the yeah. Pixel Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so coming out of the coming with so with the Galaxy, I've been saying this for a while. I've been saying this for a while. So twenty two series, um, twenty two, twenty two plus, twenty two ultra. I've been calling them twenty S twenty two S twenty two plus S twenty two ultra note edition because you know that's where everybody's going to be calling it note this note yes. that da, 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 right. And yes. it may, I I would just as a note fan, as, as someone that uh, has loved the note has had a several. I've only I've only owned about three different notes, but I mean I absolutely love that device. Um, I would love to keep them to keep the note name in there. So yeah. I'm interested to know. I'm interested to see this when it comes to these presentations from both Apple, whether it's Apple or Google or Samsung. I'm always interested in how, in their wording and how they present things and what they leave out 
I always have like a checklist. Like, are they going to acknowledge these things? And the big thing when it comes to the ultra is this. Are you going to acknowledge and mention the the Note series and everything that that device did in terms of big phones and the way it led to big phones or thing, and then say, hey, this is our next generation. Things have to move forward. I mean, I think they should because they we've seen them do that in the past. I think it was with the Note 10 presentation where they acknowledge how everybody made fun of them about having a big phone and they just kept on going bigger and bigger. Do you guys remember that presentation, right? That was that was three or four years ago, whatever. And and they and they mentioned how, you know, they they showed all these articles and things like that, people making fun of them, and then they showed the numbers and how the lineups and everything, people getting these big phones, the how well the note did. So we know there's a huge community out there outside of even us, us tech nerds. I mean, people, everyday kind of people. So yeah. I'm interested to see, do they acknowledge, do they, do they show the history and this is why, or do they just go into it and go, Hey, we added an S pen. Are they going to keep it simple like that? I really hope they acknowledge the history and everything like that. Yeah. Cause I mean, they kind of, they skipped the last note and then mm-hmm. they're kind of merging the ultra with the note this year. Yeah. Which I guess it kind of like helps with simplifying the lineup because then having like four, I guess, kind of flagship phones is a bit much um, yeah. and a bit confusing for some people. But it makes it makes guess, complete yeah. sense because you, you do you you do your Galaxy series at the start of the year. And because the Ultra has always been a kind of a note ish type phone without an S Pen. Right. Think about it. The notes have always been huge. Six plus whatever inches da, 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 with an S Pen. So it makes sense. And then you put all of your tech and all of your wow and everything into the end of the year, which is what you used to do with the Note, into your foldables, because that is your, that's the next generation. We want to get people onto foldables. This is, it's a folding screen. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Straight out of Star Trek. I mean, yeah, or whatever, right? So you do that, and then in between all that, in between everything, you know, those those nine, ten months in between, you you bring out, I don't know, Maybe an FE, got your A-series, your J-series, everything like that. And again, nothing wrong with those mid-ranges. Actually, Samsung makes a brunt of their mobile of their money in the mobile space from those Tier 2 devices, um, not just the Galaxy and foldables and whatnot. So, you know, you kind of you experiment in this and that in between, and then you showcase the best of the best at the end of the year with your foldables. And at the start of the year, you have what's familiar for people, right? Yeah, and that kind of brings up a question. Taylor just wrote it down in uh, in the note, but I, I'm going to include it now. But what what are your what are your views on foldables um, and like maybe even companies like Apple coming into the foldable space? So my my viewpoint has almost completely almost completely changed since CES, and here's why. So up until CES, the only hands-on time I ever had with a foldable was going to a Tellers or Bell or Rogers store. Those are the three big carriers up here in Canada. And trying out uh, the foldables that were hooked up to all these, you know, uh, security things, whatever. And for me, my biggest question was this. Am I going to get a better or, or different experience through a foldable? With with the Galaxy Fold, I would say yes because you're opening up, you know, you're opening up to a bigger screen, okay? And yeah, you can multitask and this and that and do more things. With the Flip, I would say no, but the Flip makes more sense for the mainstream because it opens up to a familiar design, right? Candy bar, right? We're familiar with that, and then you just fold it up right. and put it in your pocket, right? So my my opinion up until CES was always. 
uh, you know, it's cool and everything, but I don't know if it's enough for me to jump on, which is why I've never never picked one up. Then I went to TCL's uh, uh, TCL's event there and also their booth at CES, and I had hands-on with Project Chicago. And that is their canceled foldable device. Now, uh, Michael Fisher first brought this device for all of us to see uh, over a year ago, Mr. Mobile there. And uh, at CES, uh, TCL, along with their 30 series, they also decided to showcase Project Chicago. Now, Project Chicago did not happen for, for one particular reason. They couldn't get it to a price point they want it to be. And I have a direct quote, and I'm allowed to talk about this, from my TCL rep who says, you know, they wanted to get it between seven and eight hundred dollars. And unfortunately, they were well over that. And when you put them side by side with the Samsung, the Samsung's came at a lower price. So you have to be really you have to give Samsung a lot of credit. They mm-hmm. brought their foldables from a sixteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollar price point down to sub five sub one thousand, so a thousand dollars within three years. That's crazy, right? That's that's really impressive. That's more attainable for more people. Uh, is it mainstream yet? I don't think so. So I had hands-on time with their foldable, TCL's foldable, at, at CES, and I finally, I finally got it. You know, like I actually had time there, there in the in the room and everything, and actually got the, you know, this and that, and put them in and out of my pocket and everything. And I was like, okay, like I get it now. And this would be like what I would go for because it was a clamshell type design. So my opinion on foldables is this: Are they the future? Uh, I don't think everything is going to be foldable. I think you're you're looking at a, f- a more mainstream future where you still have this kind of selection. You still have you know a smaller version of this. Obviously, you still have and you have a, an option of foldables that are more robust, um, more uh, that are going to be able to put up with the everyday wear and tear for most people, and are going to be hopefully you know under six hundred, under five hundred dollars. I, I would hope yeah. to see that in the next couple of years and everything. So I think there's room for both. I don't think everything is going to go foldable. I would, I, I don't, I have a hard time seeing that and everything. And there's still people out there that want just regular flip phones. I mean, my folks are, are one of them. It took me forever to get them on just a, a little iPhone and everything like that. And they love it. But, um, you know, I think there's a future for everything. And Definitely. Um, you know, it should be cool to see what they do. But the fact that TCL had a proof of concept there has me very, very excited, especially for the price point they were trying to get to. And of course, I think as the the technology improves, as they can kind of um, lower the amount of trade offs you get with foldables, because like right now mm-hmm. you trade off a lot of things when you buy a, a like let's say the Z Fold Three, mm-hmm. you 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 sacrifice durability a little bit because of the inside screen being plastic. Um, also, even like the front facing camera inside is yep. not the greatest. There's been a lot yep. of controversy over that. Um, but even things like the form factor, um, like how narrow the outside screen of the yeah. of the Z the, of the Z Fold is, and then we'll have yeah. even like yeah. with the other with the Z Flip, which honestly, personally, I don't I don't think that's the way foldables should go um, for like because most people they're they're not going to be buying their phone as a fashion accessory or their phone no. as a kind of like a oh look this is cool. Um, most people are going to be buying it for the functionality and. I think if if we start getting things like an iPad mini size device that can fold in half that on the the outside screen is is very usable kind of like a a phone is for for everyone today but then it can fold out into double that I think that is kind of the foldable a foldable that I think I would personally use that instead makes, of 
That makes a lot of sense. And the, and the camera thing is is a huge point. That's huge for me. I need to have I need to have an amazing camera. And if yeah. the device, I don't care if the device can fold up four different ways and this and that. If it takes potato photos, forget about it. I don't care. Um, I'll give it, I'll give you an example. I I have the Pixel Six Pro. I'm not a fan of curved edges. Okay, I'm not. Um, if I have a choice between curved or flat edges, I'll go for flat. But this one, the Pro, has the telephoto, and I take a lot of landscape photos. I'm known for taking pictures of lakes. I like taking pictures of lakes. I don't know why. We got a lot of lakes around here, okay? I live near in the mountains. It's beautiful. It's easy to take for those kind of photos. If I can't have, if I can't crop in without losing detail on this and that because of the telephoto or not even have a telephoto, forget about it, right? Um, I know some people say, well, move up, move forward, whatever. It, listen, if you have a 50X telephoto, you're going to take advantage of that. Let me tell you that. So yeah. It, yeah. It, I, again, like I said, it's cool that things can fold and this and that. And it's like, it's, it's wild. And I never thought that would ever happen in my lifetime. But right now, for example, with the Z Flip, I'm going to pick on the Z Flip 3. The Z Flip 3 has the same camera system as it did the previous generation. Okay. It was the Z Flip 3 is really just a proof of, I want to say proof of concept, but it's a proof that Samsung is saying, we're in this and we've lowered the price. Everybody else, bring your game, right? So, you know, you got players like Huawei, TCL, you know, um, Oppo, OnePlus, this and that, you know, all the North American players that are looking at this going, oh, shoot, you know, they did this in three years, bringing under $1,000. We got to do the same thing. But um, I, I, what audience are you catering to? Right. So like one of the one of the biggest concerns that my parents or my sister or, or my, my family always has is, should I get an iPhone or should I get this? You know, which one has the better camera? And I'm always like, 110% go with the iPhone. It's what you're used to. It's what you're, you know, you like using iMessage, this and that. You're going to get an amazing camera, whether it's an SE or an 11 or 13, whatever. You're going to get an amazing camera experience. With Android, it's debatable. I mean, it, I think generally you're pretty much okay if you go with a Samsung. Um, but then again, going back to the whole foldable things, like Ben said, you're sacrificing this spec, that spec, whatever, because it does... You know what I mean? Right. So I mean, right. that, that, again, that's that's innovation. That's where we are. It's it's not complaining. It's just that this, these are the hopes and the dreams that we that we have, right? So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I couldn't agree more with that. Um, but I guess moving on a little bit uh, because of time, we want to now get to know you a little bit more, Zach, a little bit more. How about when you started creating content on YouTube and kind of some advice that you would have for, for me and Taylor or even other creators out there um, or even creators that are thinking of starting. Uh, so when when did you start creating content and why why did you, I guess, go down that road? Well, I had to go to the about section of my main channel here, Zach Talks Tech. And so the channel was created on September 8th, 2016. But I didn't publish my first video on it till, till January. And I can't remember why that was. The channel was originally called um, Zach Tech Reviews, and then I renamed it to Zach Talks Tech about three or three or four years ago, kind of thing. So I would say, when it comes to creating content, whether it's tech content or I mean, if you're reviewing flowers, or if you're uh, if you're talking about cars, if you're talking about uh, wooden panels or, or whatever it is, um, it's got to be something. And this is going to sound very cliche. You hear this, you hear this from a lot of the educators, whatever, but it's true. It's got to be something that you're passionate about. Okay, it's got to be something that 
you can literally turn on the camera and just talk about and get excited about, right? If I have to research a, a topic <clears throat> or a brand and have to f actually learn about it and it feels like I'm back in the classroom, I'm not passionate about it, right? So when you guys bring up all these things about the Max and like that, like I know these headlines, but I know I'm, I'm not actively reading about things like this because that's not the, the stuff that I, I concentrate on. What I am interested in is what Samsung's doing, what TCL's doing, with uh, gadgets, accessories, and that's basically what runs my main channel. And then I have my secondary channel, Zach Talks Pixel, which has been taking off, and exact, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's Pixel and Google ecosystem. Um, that's a channel I've always wanted to to launch everything, and just seemed to make sense to do it. So you've got to have you got to have a passion. You got to. It, it doesn't matter what it is. You should be able to turn on the camera and just be able to talk or whatever is, or do the research or know the sources to go to to get the information you need so you can pass it on and, and and provide a value. The second thing I'm going to say is this, is stop making excuses. Stop waiting to get this camera, that light, this microphone. Da -da, okay? You can do everything you need to do literally through your phone. And if you think I'm lying, go look at the vlogs I did in 2019 from Mexico, literally holding my iPhone out like this, this, this same phone right here. It went for a dip in the ocean and everything. This thing has been a complete workhorse. Uh, and you can do everything through that. I did the editing all through that. I did I did the publishing, the uploads, everything through the phone. There are 100,000, uh, 500,000, 1 million sub count channels out there where literally they just use your phone. And I'm going to let you guys yeah. in a little secret here. Little secret. Zach Talks Pixel is recorded on an iPhone. <sighs> Why? Because it's the Ooh. phone I have in my pocket, and it works out great. The the, the <laughs> selfie camera works out amazing, and I get 4K 30, and yeah, 4K 30, 24 frame, whatever. Be, be a snob. I don't care. But I do 4K 30, okay? So you can literally use the phone in your pocket. I'm gonna I'm not going to name names or anything, but there is a there's a fellow creator here in, in, in Calgary um, who I recently gave some lights to, some of my older, like, um, umbrella lights that I bought, Okay. That's the last thing he needed. It's now been three weeks since I sent to him, and he hasn't started recording yet. Well, all I have is a webcam. Dude, that's all you need. Actually, you could use your iPhone that's in your pocket. It's just stop. Just You're not going to be perfect. <clears throat> and if you don't believe yeah, me, go, exactly. go, look, go look at some of your favorite creators. Look at their very first videos and see how bad they are. You're only yeah. going to get better by doing. So, one, be passionate, and two, just start. Just start. Just start. Just go. Use what you have. Go. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. Like, a lot of people I see, they just procrastinate and then they'll never, they never create content because they're like, oh, no, now it's too late. Um, and also, I, like, that's, that's something that, like, even when I, when I started, I, I didn't have the fancy camera. I didn't have, I, I just used the camcorder that my family had and I was like, oh, just start with this. And then I moved on to my iPhone yeah. and things like that. And so, like, of course, starting small, just starting from, what you have is just start. There's nothing. There's a lot of there's a lot nothing. of keeping up with the Joneses, and I think that almost comes <laughs> from what what um, what social medias you're on. I love and hate Twitter. I love and hate Twitter. Um, that is such a wasteland, but also such a great resource when it comes to working with or talking with other creators. Because you always see people on there. Oh, I'm selling this, or I'm going to upgrade to this, or I can start when I get the. Listen, just start. 
with what you have. Now, technically speaking, I should be recording all my content on here, and I do for Zach Talks Tech, but when I do Zach Talks Pixel, you guys, I don't know if you guys can see the angle. Yeah, you might be able to see it here. There's a, no, you can't see it. Actually, you might be able to see it from this angle here. There's a tripod right here, okay? See this mm -hmm. right here? That's where yep. I mount my iPhone in when I start doing Zach Talks Pixel. Now, I can probably get a better picture of this and that and whatever with with uh, with this right here, but I'm not going to. I don't want to move it. I have everything set up the way I want. And here's the thing. Nobody can tell the difference. I've never once had a comment saying, what did you record this on? It's about yeah. the it's about the content and the value you're bringing to people, okay? Yes. One of the biggest yeah. pieces of advice I got at CES this year is this. Always find the solution. So yes, I could easily right. go and make a video today complaining and this and that about how the S22 regular and S22 plus are supposed to be delayed, but the ultra is coming. What value does that bring to people other than passing on the news, which they've probably already read, already read in your, in your title. So what is the solution? What can you offer people like that? So I have vowed basically in the last year and a half, two years here to only record and make video content that provides a value, whether it's um, you know, information value or how to's or, you know, showing them, you know, new products or, you know, you know, how to, you know, things like that, like, you know, the pixel buds case here from nomad, whatever it is. Right. So, um, you know, I think is because people, especially now with the TikTok, I like to call it the TikTok era, TikTok era, mm -hmm. people's attention spans are like, you know, squirrel. Right. And, you know, they don't pay attention. Right. So you gotta, you gotta get that hook right away. You gotta get the attention. Yeah. Like, why should I give you three and a half minutes of my time. Why should I give you seven minutes of my time? Why should I watch your 17 minute review? You know, uh, only Flossie Carter can pull off an hour and a half Dude, video, video of, of talking about, a, about literally having this kind of view, talking about something for an hour and a half. Only he can do that. Okay. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you got to carve out your own space. Yes, there are certain things, uh, for example, in the tech niche, things that work, familiarity, things like that that you should do, but you ultimately need to also carve out your own space. Stop and stop trying to be Marquez. Stop trying to be um, Box Therapy. Stop trying to be your average consumer. Uh, yeah. And I'm just spitballing yeah. names. You need to carve out your own space and, and, and John Prosser put it the best and you guys can edit me on this. He says, stop trying to build a new, uh, stop trying to fit the puzzle and build a new puzzle. That's, you know, that's, that's, and you, you know, really, really kind of think about that. Why should I keep on trying to fit everything like that? And when I should try to build my own and build my own community around that. So I wanted to ask you, what did you start with, uh, versus what you use now? And what do you recommend for creators, uh, upcoming creators to in terms of start? like equipment? Yeah, uh, I started with so my very first video on Zach Talks Tech was actually filmed on a Pixel first generation little mini tripod looking down kind of thing, and it was just like a one take kind of thing. You can hear me gasping for air and trying to rush through it and everything like that. I was reviewing some uh, ballistic cases and everything like that. So literally start with. What's in your what's in your pocket? Then I actually moved on to I purchased my first big camera purchase was a a Sony AX53 camcorder, and not a lot of people not a lot of people talk about camcorders, but they're actually really good for what we do because they have tremendously good uh, autofocus and all the inputs are there. 4K30 and they're affordable and they're very affordable. Um, John yeah, Prosser, I, I thought about getting one. John Prosser on Front Page Tech used to record with a camcorder <laughs> for a long time, so. 
I got a camcorder as well. Yeah, what do you what do you got there? What is that? It. What is that? This is a Canon Vixia HF R500. There you go. They're very affordable too. Yeah. Right. And, th and this, I used to use this up until I, I think up until I got my uh, G7, mm -hmm. and it's it's great. So like here's the thing. Like this is an A6500 from Sony. Okay. Yeah. But this is primarily a camera, not a video camera right mm -hmm. a lot of us and you'll see this in the in the tech industry a lot of people i mean for example this is an a7 II, right this is primarily a camera not a video camera right sony zv1 is primarily a video camera okay they mm -hmm. built that for video first so yeah. i would say this if you're looking at cameras and everything first of all the sony zv1 is a complete steal at uh, i think it's like 600 American, maybe seven hundred. It's a thousand dollars in Canada, but you might be able to get it on sale. They primarily built that for video. That is a tremendously awesome camera for for still like this, for talking head, for for top down shots, things like that. So if you're going to invest in a video camera, I would say that's probably the best way to go. Other than that, look at getting a camcorder. Yep. When you go to cameras like this, the 6500, the, the A7, whatever, whatever it is, right? Sony, you know, whether it's Sony or Canon or whatever, you have flexibility because, for example, this is a 16-millimeter Sigma lens. This right here is a 14-millimeter Reconnon lens. What those mean, I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's the angle and everything, right? But you have the option to do that kind of things. But know that you're when you get into that world, it gets really, really pricey, right? Yep. If you just want to... If you just want to... If you just want to turn it on and go camcorder, the phone in your pocket, right? Where you go. Yeah, you've even got some point-and-shoot cameras that do video. Yep. Uh, I can't remember some of the names, but but yeah, those are pretty affordable as well. But yeah, that, thanks for, for – I think that kind of answers the question. Would you say mm -hmm. that, Taylor? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, definitely. I'm still learning about this kind of stuff. It, 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 like it, this angle right here, I mean, for people that are listening, they can't see this obviously, but this is an iPad. This is the selfie camera on a 2018 iPad Pro, right? Yeah. Running Filmic Pro to give that nice clean output. And then I'm using an adapter, USB-C to uh, HDMI and also power there to get that output. Same thing here with the iPhone. It, it, it's, it's easier now than ever to get started with whatever you have. Get some, you know, get the adapters, this and that, and away you go, right? So. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like nowadays like whatever phone you buy even some bad budget androids they have decent enough cameras like maybe yes you'll need mm -hmm. to get an external mic because some of the audio isn't great with some phones but it's very simple to, to start it, I think, if, nowadays. if you look at the vlogs really is, yeah. I, if you look at the vlogs i did from ces i mean i used i used the iphone plus the dd uh pocket pocket wireless where you go and way we went i didn't have to but it was nice to you know, when you got noise and everything else around you, it's nice to use that and everything like that. And um, I would say if you're going to invest heavily into something at the start, once you have your camera figured out, work on your audio, please. There are so many channels out there yeah. where it's just, it's it, you can tell they're using just the onboard mic or you can tell that they don't have a microphone that's, you know, it's got a good pattern on it and everything like that. Like this one right here is pretty good all the way around here and it's got that classic look but it, that's what you pay for with a sure right so yeah, exactly. um work on your audio people please work on your audio it's crazy how many people out there don't don't work on their audio yeah and i i think i would put audio over video because you can have really 
Yeah, I think a lot of people also say that like if your audio sounds bad, somebody's yeah. not going to watch your video. But if the video is like not the best, people yeah. will still watch it. I'll, I'll so co-sign that. You... There's been li- there's been literally videos where I've tuned in after five seconds. I'm like, I can't listen to this. Like, it's just it sounds like exactly. they're in a, a huge hall with you know, everything's bouncing, right? So yeah, even even though like a lot of people even just sometimes I watch a YouTube video and I don't I don't actually look at the screen all the time. I'm just doing yeah. something else and I'm just listening. So I think audio is is really key. Um, I, I, I get a lot over video. I get a lot of comments personally. from people like that too. They'll they'll tune into the live streams and and they'll they'll just listen because they like the the sound of the mic, the background music. Maybe they're a lurker, Taylor, and, and stuff <laughs> like that. Right. So yeah. No, I, I no, I completely agree with that. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I got I gotta say my I, I, I gotta say your mic man, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I figured. I figured. I, okay, this, this, I honestly love the sound of it. This is the Sure Fifty Five. Uh, sure, the squeaking sounds because of the stupid mic stand. But uh, the, this is the Sure Super Fifty Five Deluxe. So they make a they yeah. make us they make a Super Fifty Five, and this is the Deluxe. The difference is that the pattern's a little more narrow on this, and it's a little bit cleaner, and it's blue. <laughs> so this is your quote unquote. Elvis microphone, as some people call it. This is yeah. your classic, yeah. and I figure, I figure, if you're gonna be watching a live stream, first of all, it's bad enough that you have to look at this. But why not look at something <laughs> that's pretty, right? Why not look at this, right? So it's become kind of a thing. Like I have, I have a Rode Procaster, and I love how that thing sounds. But aesthetically, if, if people are gonna be watching things, I'll use this. If I'm doing VO stuff, I'll, I'll hook that one up, kind of thing. So, gotcha. Is gotcha. it is that is that mic a USB mic or is it? No, this is XLR. So this is XLR yeah. going into my uh, Focus, uh, my uh, Focusrite Scarlett Two uh, I Two, and then that goes USB out to to my MacBook here, and nice. then through the interface cool. with uh, Loopback and everything I was talking about. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Zach, what what inspires you to uh, stay motivated and and keep creating content? Well, I'm about ten days behind since my last video, but. Um, um, the main reason why I got into all this is because I was tired of seeing my friends and family being taken advantage of by clever marketing or um, a lot of truth not out there in terms of like what they're purchasing. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to make sense of the tech they love. That's kind of my tagline in the last, last year or so, making sense of the tech you love. And, you know... Re- the way I like to describe tech is as if I'm talking to my mother. So rather than saying to my mother, it has a 50 megapixel camera, 256 gigabytes of storage and 12 gigabytes of RAM, I'll say, mom, it has one of the best cameras on the market. There's a lot of space on there so you can take tons of photos and it's really, really fast, right? So, you know, one of those, that, right th- that, that first line right there speaks to probably yes. everybody that's listening to this and to you guys here. But that yeah, second line there... It speaks to probably the majority of people out there, right? I agree completely. Like honestly, um, I, I do the same thing on my channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try not to use the big words that nobody will understand. I try to make it as understanding as possible. And if people don't understand, then just tell me, and I'll you know I'll, I'll explain it. 
it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, and, it, and it's a tr- and it's a, and it's a tricky act as well because you want to be able to serve yeah, your yeah, your yeah. your nerdy audience and the geeky audience. And I say that yes. in a, and I say that in a loving way. It's not to be disparaging or anything like that. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I know you guys are as well. That's that's a great thing to be nowadays. Um, yep. But at the same yep. time, you also want like I should be able to send my video to my parents, or they should be able to tune into my live stream, and they should be able to go, okay, we get that, right? Um, you don't want to overbear people with a lot of lingo and this and that. You got to make sense of it, and that's that's where a lot of my motivation has come from, is just yep. cutting through a lot of the BS and the, the this and that, and like what are they actually doing? So one of the, like for example, and again, I'm picking on Samsung again here, and I'm sorry, Sammy, but I mean for example, the Z <laughs> the Z Flip Three. Amazing they got down to that price point. Amazing that it's more waterproof. Amazing that it's more dustproof. This and that, but the camera is still the same, right? The camera is still the same. So if you're if you if you want to get a foldable and you still want to have a great camera experience, well, just so just so you know, you're still going to get the older camera experience. Yeah. Yes, two thumbs up and everything for getting the price down, and everything like that, and 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 making it more accessible. But the camera experience isn't there for people that care about that, right? And that's something that needs to be highlighted and everything and again i'm not saying because i'm not saying that samsung is trying to hide that or thing but in in the past with other companies with other new devices and things like that that come out companies might gloss over that or not mention it one of the things that apple does all the time and it drives me absolutely nuts whenever a new iphone is announced they always talk about how how much better the battery is more talk time more more data time but they never tell you the battery size even yep. when you go on the tech specs, when the device is finally announced and officially on the website, you have to dig and you have to dig and this and that. And then there's always some, I don't know, some some defender out there that comes along, Apple defender, that explains that, well, that's not how you properly measure. No, 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 no. Listen, I want to know how many milliamp hours are in there because most people understand milliamp hours and my nerd my nerd audience wants to know that and everything like that. And that's, yes. again, that's, that's yeah. kind of making sense of the tech and everything like that. Okay. Right. So... And, and, you know, I'm happy to say that my iPhone here still gets almost two days on it. It's absolutely insane. Um, and this device is what, almost three years old. So wow. anyway, that's that's where the motivation from for myself comes as well. And that and I just I like I like what a lot of these companies are doing. I love what TCL is doing coming along, especially in the North American market and, and, and shaking things up. They've they've been they've been very um They've been there for a few years, obviously in the UK and overseas and whatnot, um, under different names and everything. But now going under their own banner, I love what they're doing here, especially kind of filling that void that LG left behind. Yeah. I love how yeah. Samsung is just going all in on foldables and saying, "Forget everybody else. This is what we're doing." I love how Apple is just taking their their time because you know what? It's working for them. Being boring and predictable is working for them because that's their audience. Okay. So they know they're doing, and that's not a bad thing. Being boring and predictable is good, right? If my parents can pick up an iPhone 11 pro max and use it the same way as that they use their SE or their iPhone four, my, my, my uncle up North in the bush, uncle Gordon, my uncle Gordon, love him to death. He still uses an iPhone four, four, mm-hmm. like it's got the 30 pin, right? Dude. He will not wow. change. Never forget about it. He doesn't care. He has to plug that thing in 10 times a day. Right. I think it's great that he can use that. And then I go visit him and he can use my phone. Right. Other than the swiping gestures, everything is familiar. I think that's brilliant. That is brilliant. That is brilliant, especially after how many years? I've always been I've always been a tech nerd and I've always always wanted I've always enjoyed explaining tech. I try to explain to people like we're sitting down and having a coffee, a beverage, a beer, whatever you want to call it. Um, And that's. I, that's kind of the the long form answer. 
But again, it, I, I the, 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 you, the short answer is just I like to make sense of the tech for people and, and help them make their decisions. So Yeah, I just want to say uh, about a month or two ago, and I think I sent it to you, Benji. I went to five below and I actually saw the 30 pin connector charger <laughs> on like I'm next surprised to the still lightning, and I'm just like, what? So I don't know. If, I, I don't know if you guys saw the live stream that I did with my son here a couple weeks ago, uh, but we had him bring on some of the tech that he likes using, and yep. one of those pieces of tech was my wife's first generation iPod Video. That's okay, awesome. and it still uses a thirty pin protect uh, uh, adapter, and it still works. Like they they he he carries around the house. And I, I the was actually everything. on that stream. Yeah, were I you? Saw that. Yeah, yeah. And so he's using this old piece of tech. My wife puts you know listens to her music and everything like that when you know when she's cleaning up the house and everything and it still works brilliantly how old is that device what year did that come out 2013 20, 2012 or whatever so yeah yeah crazy right dude yeah. uh so i actually have a question uh that that kind of regards your son do you think he's gonna be the next upcoming creator no, on I YouTube, don't. or I don't know. He's really into like Lego and building and 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 like transformers and things like that. And he's really creative that way. He's got a 2010 MacBook that I upgraded. I put uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM in there and SSD and everything, so he can he can actually run and use iMovie on there. And he has been doing some things here and there. Um, gotcha. But he's definitely more on the creative side of things, which I'm happy about. So about the, with the sit down and doing the editing or things like that. Not so much or anything, but we'll have to see. He, every week, he's always got a different idea for a different type of channel. So I kind of, you know, I tell him what's involved in this and that. And let's go ahead and make a video. And then it's like, nah, Dad, I think I'm going to go put together my Legos. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's 10 years old. He's still figuring things out. So Yeah, yeah true, yeah, true. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Uh, Benji, anything cool. you want to add? Or? No, I think that's everything we had planned for the episode. Zach, is there anything... Any questions you have for I, us I, or, I, or anything? Well, uh, Taylor, I want to compliment you on your drive and what you've been doing on your channel. I know it's been an uphill battle, and it always is for any type of creator or anything. I'm just going to tell you, man, just keep at it. Uh, keep on, you know, keep your ear to the ground. Really narrow down. I, I think your channel is going to look completely different a year from now what it is, you know, from what it is. Definitely reach out anytime if you have any questions or anything like that. I've seen a tremendous improvement with your thumbnails and things like that. I don't even have the thumbnail game figured out, um, Dude, but it's, it's keep at it, man. I, I love what you, I love what you're doing and the passion and everything like that, and, and you know, in the in the streams and everything. Ben, I'm so glad to have you back uh, with us and everything. Even you never left or anything like that. But I'm glad to have you back. I still love the name. I still love the name Benobi. I love it. It just you know, as a Star Wars nerd and everything like that. And I'm I'm. Um, I'm glad you guys had me on. I, I just I like what you guys are doing, and keep you, at it. Keep po keep positive. And if you guys ever have any questions or anything like that, reach out anytime. You guys know I'm very accessible. Thanks, man. Appreciate awesome. it. For everybody who's listening or watching, if you don't already, go ahead and follow Zach. We will leave links in the description below and in the show notes as well for those who are listening. Um, thank you again so much for for being on the show, Zach. It's it's been a pleasure. It's been a great conversation. Uh, and for those who are listening and watching, thank you so much for, for staying up until this point as well. Make sure to like the podcast, share it, do all those things. Uh, thanks so much for listening. This has been episode 17 of the Tech and Lock podcast. 17. <laughs> thanks everyone for, for listening and for watching. We will see you all or you'll hear from us next week.